Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to Screw It, Let's Do It. Wow, it does feel good to be back. I've missed y'all so, so much. I'm so sorry it's been such a long time, but there has been so many things going on. So many great, great things since the last time I've talked to you all. Life really just refuses to slow down and so many things have been happening. And wow, I'm looking at my calendar right now and it's literally been a month since I posted last, which I did not plan for this at all or I would have kept you all informed and updated and I promise it won't happen again. I really do hate being apart from you guys and I feel like the podcast really does just keep me on track, but I do preach to you all to work on being present and I think that's really what I've been trying to do this past month with all of these different happenings. I really just wanted to be deeply involved in them and just present. Since I talked to you last, my sister graduated with her doctorate. I graduated with my bachelor's. I found an apartment. Thank God, I'm super excited about it. I found out I'm having a nephew. And I've just kind of been back and forth from home for different family members' birthdays and just all of these events. And it's been pretty wild, but I mean, I honestly wouldn't want it any other way. I've been feeling really blessed lately, and I'm just so grateful for life at the moment. Just some really genuine good vibes going on around here, and I love it. And I'm hoping it's been the same for you since we've been apart. I know the world has been pretty upsetting lately. It's been disappointing and sad. So I hope you have been able to find some sort of happiness in it all, even if it's just the little things like it being much warmer out. And I'm really excited to get settled into my new apartment in the next couple of months because I will be able to spend a lot more time on this podcast and it definitely is needing a little TLC, but we will get there. Anyways, I'm super excited to be back and to get into today's topic. If you weren't aware, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, which is something I find super, super important. Mental health is a topic I talk about a lot on this podcast, so I wanted to share all of your stories and experiences and just feelings about mental health and awareness for it in general. I think hearing other people's stories and emotions really helps to break down barriers and I cannot say barriers, barriers and stigmas surrounding mental health. So today I'm sharing your stories. And side note, it's so great that there's a month dedicated to mental health awareness, but it needs to be recognized more than just one month out of the year, or at least I think so. So that's what I'm going to strive to do on this podcast, kind of just going forward. We're just going to continue talking about it. So I asked on Instagram and did some polls, and here's what you all had to say. And by the way, thank you so much for sharing if you chose to. Um, And I just want to say I'm really sending love to anyone who suffers with mental illness, whether they choose to talk about it or not. So first and foremost, I asked what mental health awareness meant to all of you. And it's just a very broad and general question. So I'm going to read some of your responses. The first response said, 
Honestly, just talking about it means so much. I feel there's such a negative stigma on mental health and talking about it and making people feel not alone is really important. Personally, my family doesn't talk about mental health and thinks I'm crazy when I talk about it. It sucks because I know it's something I struggle with. It means so much that we can talk about it more without it being negative. I hear you with this response for sure, and you're definitely not alone in the fact that people don't always feel like they can talk about mental health with their family, and I've heard that a lot. I always say communication is key, even though talking can be really hard sometimes. If you've never tried to talk to them about what you're struggling with or just the topic of mental health in general, then I'd say to try to at least start the conversation. Give them resources if they don't understand it. They may be able to help you get the support that you need. And if they can't, I'm very sorry. Some people just don't and won't ever understand. I have to realize that Adults in our lives weren't living in the time that had so much knowledge about mental health and it was often frowned upon and just looked at as like a taboo topic. So that's just all they know. But I hope they can be willing to change. And if they can't, then surround yourself with people who do understand or do go through the same challenges as you because I promise that there are people out there that really do. Okay, let's read some more responses about what mental health awareness means to people. Mental health awareness is realizing that everyone can struggle with mental health. Mental health awareness means a lot. I struggled my whole life with mental health, but no one around me was aware how much mental health affects someone. Mental health awareness means not dismissing your feelings and thoughts. Mental health awareness means letting everyone know that it is okay to not be okay, bringing awareness to the realness that is mental illness and what we can all do to help. Mental health awareness is people feeling less guilty about doing things considered off or weird that are good for their mental health, like awkwardly setting boundaries and etc. Mental health awareness means a lot as someone who has lost people to suicide and had family members struggle as well. I'm sorry to hear that. Mental health awareness means just letting everyone know that they aren't alone and everyone struggles with it. Mental health awareness is a topic close to my heart. I've gone through it myself and have seen so many loved ones go through it as well. These responses are so valid and I really do agree with them all. I think a big takeaway is knowing how you're feeling and checking up on your own emotions, not pushing them to the back burner or feeling like your problems aren't big or bad enough because one in five people will experience some sort of mental health related issue in their lifetime. So it is really important to check in on yourself. The next question I asked was probably my favorite to hear the responses to, and that was, what do you wish people knew about mental health? Sometimes it can be really hard for people to understand what you're going through if they've never experienced it themselves, and here's what you each said to that. 
I wish people knew that mental health can be debilitating to a degree people might not be able to see or understand. I also wished more people talked about those who have loved ones, such as parents with serious mental health issues, and how they can better support them. It's hard seeing someone you love internally struggling, and it can take a toll on your own mental health as well. I wish people knew it shouldn't have a bad stigma around it and everyone needs to better it, just like physical health. I wish people knew how easy it is to hide it, that it's not always glaringly obvious. I wish people knew that everyone has trauma, whether they realize it or not. I wish people knew that mental health is health. Honestly, to say to that, we often forget that mental health really is health and it's really linked very closely with our physical health as well. So we should prioritize it just as much. There's no health without mental health. We really do got to just take care of our brains. I wish that people knew that it is real. It is common. It needs to be taken seriously and more people struggle than you know. I wish people knew it doesn't mean you're crazy and more people struggle with it than you would ever know, just like the person said before. I wish people would educate themselves about the disorders people are diagnosed with. People throw around the terms and I find it offensive to those that are actually suffering with those disorders. I always emphasize on the podcast the importance of your words and they have meaning and You should be conscious of the terms that you're using. Many people do throw around the word bipolar or the R word or just crazy or psychotic. And that can be really damaging to the public perception surrounding mental health. I wish people realized that everyone struggles with their mental health. You don't have to experience traumatic events to suffer. This pandemic has taken a toll on everyone, no matter their background or their story. I wish people knew that it's okay and so many people struggle with it. Getting help is truly a blessing and even though it can be hard, you're never alone and there's always someone there for you. So I kind of wanted to save the most important for the last part of the podcast, which is your personal stories. Again, thank you so much for feeling safe enough to share these stories with me. It's so brave and you have no idea the impact it will have on those listening. I really want this podcast to be a safe place to share your stories and just to learn from others. So thanks for helping me do that. Okay, so here's one story. I've been struggling with anxiety and mild depression for a couple of years now. I live a very blessed life and I'm very grateful. My parents are together and make decent money. I have a car, I'm receiving an education, and I have a lot of nice things. Sometimes I feel bad about saying I struggle with my mental health because I have such a good life. I have to remind myself that I'm still allowed to struggle despite those things. I've also felt this way before. And it's hard to think sometimes that your problems are actually big enough to matter. Sometimes you might feel guilty for how you feel. Like you said, you have a great life. Why should you struggle? 
But in reality, you can still struggle with mental health and have all of these amazing things. You may have good days, you may act happy, or appear fine, but your feelings are still very, very valid, and mental health has no face. Here's another story that I received. My dad has been struggling with severe anxiety and depression for almost two years now. It had gotten so bad that he had to take a medical leave of absence from his job because of it. His social anxiety has become so debilitating that it's hard for him to leave the house now. He's been through countless different prescriptions and psychiatric therapy, appointments with different doctors and methods. It has definitely taken a toll on my mental health watching him struggle, which is why I think mental health awareness is so important. Wow, I can't even imagine the strength it takes to watch one of your parents struggle We never want to see our loved ones in any pain or distress, and when we do, that obviously causes us distress as well. Healing isn't linear, but it's amazing your dad took the steps to try to better his situation. And I'm so, so sorry that your family is going through this. I'm sure your support has meant the world to him, even if it doesn't always seem like it. Sometimes we have to stop focusing on helping others to take the time to help ourselves every once in a while. I hope you're also checking in on yourself and taking care of yourself during this time. And I'm also always here if you need to talk. I'm definitely an empath, so I take on a lot of people's emotions and feelings a lot of the time. And it can honestly be so exhausting, which is something I feel like you're probably going through as well. So take some time for you. Here's a few more stories that I also received. Someone said, I struggle with anxiety and social anxiety. It's really hard for me to not think of the worst possible outcome all of the time. I also have a hard time going out and meeting new people because I'm scared to talk and be outgoing. Another person said, my story is far too long, but seek help if you need it. It may feel like you don't need counseling, meds, or whatever it may be, but if you're even considering the idea of seeking help, please do it. I was completely normal and functioning when I sought out therapy, and it helped change my life 100%. It helps you to be aware more of how you treat others too, and it helps your relationships way more than you think. I'm now seeking medication as well, even though I have never thought I needed it before, and I'm excited to see how it changes my life even more. Wow, that's really great. I'm glad that you've taken all of these steps to just continue bettering yourself. Another person said, I've struggled with anxiety for many years, but many people would have never guessed I was an anxious person. I had my first panic attack when I was in college shortly after a very stressful time in my life. After this, my anxiety seemed to take over my life, friends, and life decisions. Since then, it has been a roller coaster of ups and downs, getting help, taking meds, shutting down, feeling emotions, but most of all, coming to understand that all of this is completely normal with what I was going through. Yeah, I can also kind of relate to that. I think my anxiety got worse in college for sure. And it is all totally normal. Like, 
we've learned throughout this podcast, so many people are going through this. So you really aren't alone in it. I just really want to end off this episode by again emphasizing it's okay to not be okay. Mental health is health and your feelings are so valid. I hope today you learned something new about mental health and I'm excited to keep having these conversations with the hope to just end the stigma around mental health. Do what makes you happy. Thanks for listening and I love you so, so much and I will see you in the next episode.